What's shaking, guys? My name is Luke Dancy, and welcome to the Illusionist Magic Beyondly Podcast. I am very excited for this week's episode, which is all about knowing when you're ready. But more importantly, I'm excited for this episode because we are live on our Facebook page. Brand new feature just launched yesterday. I'm trying it right now so that uh, I can start to get to know a lot of you much, much better. So if you haven't yet, make sure you have liked our Facebook page. I'm going to try to do these more and more live on our Facebook page. It's a great way for us all to connect. And uh, you do get notified when we go live if you've liked our page. So make sure that you have done that. All right. This is a cool thing about Facebook Live is that uh, literally when we post this to our page, the live feed, you guys can comment in real time. I can see what you're posting and I can keep up with you and answer questions live there too. So yeah, very, very cool stuff. We're up to about 350 viewers right now. And uh, it's great to have you listening on this week's podcast as well. Uh, This one is once again based off of our last Twitter poll. Uh, Last week's Twitter poll was an interesting one for me. I was actually a bit surprised by the answer. And so I'm going to give you a quick uh, summary of what last week's Twitter poll looked like. I posted on Friday, and these go up every Friday, and I pin them at the top of our Twitter feed, um, so you can't miss it. And I said, how long do you practice a new effect before trying it out on someone or performing it online? The number one answer, which honestly blew me away, was one week. The choices I gave you were one week, one month, three to six months. Uh, One week was 49% of you. You said 49% of you said one week. Uh, Runner up, what was the next one? That was one month. And that was 35% of you. And three to six months, 16%. I got to say, this really, really surprised me. Not in a good way. (laughs) And that's why I really want to talk about this week's topic, which is knowing when you're ready with your magic. Um, (laughs) I was really, and I I wish I'd put a fourth option, which was like a year or more, because I actually have some people that posted below that saying uh, even more than a year or two. uh, Some of the people said depends on type of effects. Some can take years, which I agree with. And uh, yeah, a lot of it, you know, comes down to the trick. Uh, This was specific to tricks and not... Uh, not moves. I want to. I want to be very uh, clear about that. This wasn't about just learning a new move, but about uh, effects. So that's what we're going to talk about in this week's episode: knowing when you're ready. And I have like a little bit of a checklist that I've come up with that I will kind of go through, and maybe you can figure out and use some of it to know when you're actually ready to start to perform something for a friend or uh, a spectator that you've never met before or an audience. So uh, yeah, basically. I put down a couple of things, and we're going to start with one of the more popular things that you can do knowing when you're ready with the trick, which is what I like to call the wife or the girlfriend test, or some of our females out there, the boyfriend-husband test. This could be anyone that you're close to, maybe a family member, something like that. Uh, And so this is something that I think that you should have ready, someone that you can go to to try to test new material on uh, when you have something new that you're working on. Um, I think that you will know, hopefully, when you're ready with the routine, that you, you'll be able to do the moves and you have kind of like a presentation together with it. Um, but you need to have that first initial, like, who can I do this for? And I know that's so, so exciting. When you learn a new move, a new routine, you want to show someone right away. I get it. And that's why I think you need to have this buffer of, of someone that you can show this to before you really share it with the masses, whether that's real people I use that loosely, real people with quotes around it, uh, or 
you know, a show, putting it into a show. I mean, you got to be careful because um, when you think you might be ready with doing something by yourself, it's a totally different ballgame when you start to do this for real people. So find that person. Who is it? Think about that and and keep that in mind. Maybe you're already doing that and that's great. And, and you're, you're ahead of the game. So like I said, find that person. Maybe they'll let you know. And that's a good thing too. They're going to be the ones to give you that constructive feedback on where they maybe saw you do something or, or didn't do something. And um, yeah. So uh, that is the number one key, I think, is finding that wife or girlfriend or that test person that you can really go to. Um, second of all, because of technology, and this is great, I'm live on Facebook and I've got a lot of friends. Uh, uh, David Minkins asked if I can reveal a trick for his son, make a trick. I'll do something else for you. I did a trick already. I'll do another one for you guys in just a few minutes. But when it comes to technology, great thing is you can, and I've mentioned this on the, on the show before, you can record a trick you know, you're doing it to a camera uh, or on your computer, and then you can privately share it with a friend, a trusted friend, maybe a magician that you have the, that you know that's somewhere out there in the world. Uh, and that's a great thing. Maybe you have a really close magician friend that doesn't even live near you, but because you've met them at a convention or through the internet, you've got this great resource and, and person you can trust with your magic. And so I think that uh, the beautiful thing, once again, about technology, you can record stuff, keep it private, and then you can share that link with someone and they can give you feedback as well. So uh, now we're talking magicians, of course, but I don't think that there's anything wrong with filming something to share with someone that you just want feedback from and ask, how does this look? Do, do, do you know how it works? Um, anything you think I could do different or better? I think there's a lot of really cool things that you can do when it comes to sharing your content with certain people before you share it with a lot of people, if that makes sense. I don't have a problem with you sharing it. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all, but I think that before you share it with a lot of people, Make sure you have a couple of people you trust that can give you that feedback. The main reason I'm, I'm kind of like sticking on that is because based on your answer, 49% of you practice and do something in one week. I don't personally feel comfortable that I could learn something and do it well enough for people within one week. That's just me. Um, and then it also the other part of the question was about performing it online, um, which I think is something that we need to be very, very clear about is, Learning a trick and doing it and putting it up online as a performance, I think it's poison. I think it's poison. And here's why. Um, there are so many people now that are trying to consistently pump content out that they're forgetting about why they're learning the tricks to begin with. And that's to entertain, to, to do them well, hopefully. Um, now it's like, well, I've got to put up a new video so I can keep up, so I can get those likes, so I can get all that. People are literally trudging through magic now as quickly as they can. I mean, I'm seeing it proof. You guys said it. One week before you put something either online or you show someone, that's really quick. And that's like four new tricks that you're doing potentially a month. <laughs> that's a lot. Um, that is a lot of content that you're supposedly getting good at before you perform it. That's where I really wanted to step up and, and really hammer this home that I think that take a look at why you're doing this stuff. Is it to just post content so other magicians see it and like it? Or is it so that you can actually learn these routines and do them well? I think that's something we're going to come back to, if I'm not mistaken. I have that as part of our tip of the week, so I don't want to get into it too, uh, too much here. But I did want to say that that I think a lot of people are, are so into now. Now, Vincent is saying on our Facebook page, if you have talent one week is enough, maybe. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. 
you decide that for yourself. I'm speaking for what I believe in. You know, I've, and I'm going to sound old. <laughs> I've been around this stuff for 30 years and I'm a little old fashioned when it comes to learning. I learn from books. I, I really prefer the books over the digital medium. I think there's a great medium ground where I do, I don't mind the digital stuff. Um, but I think that that's just way too quick for people to consistently try to keep up. And that's what it is now is people trying to keep up with the content so that other people can see it and like it and they can build these followers. Well, you know what? Let me ask you a serious question. If Instagram went away right now, if they closed and you spent all that time building up all those followers and all those likes and it ended right now, what was it for? What's it for anyway? Uh, I understand that there's, there's something about um, building a brand and, and building awareness for who you are. But if you're just a hobbyist magician and you're posting all this content trying to build that up, and if it was gone tomorrow, which could very, very, it could very, very easily happen, what was it for? So think about that. What is it for anyway? Why are you doing it? Why? Um, so yeah, that's just another thing for me. I'm in the middle. I, I like technology and I like where it's going, but at the same time, I don't like the speed of it because it also makes people like, I need the new thing. I need the next new thing. I need the next new thing. That's not good. So yeah. Once again, this, these are all my opinions. I just try to speak the truth because I think that people need to hear it and they need to be aware of it. Sometimes people are stuck in a bubble. And they're not even aware of the things that are going on or that they're doing unless someone else has a different opinion of it. So I think that's uh, one of the reasons I love doing this podcast. Want to give a quick few shout outs here on the page. We got Josh Janowski. Want to say hello out there. Vincent Ian Cruz Sivam. Uh, Fran. We got Nam. Hector. Uh, Elias. Uh, who else is out there? I want to just give a Jared. Uh, hey, Jared. Dalton's out there. Lee. Uh, Angelica once again. So yeah, keep, uh, keep those comments coming. Uh, what book did you study? Vincent, great question. Last week's episode, I went over all the resources that I think that might be helpful for you. Uh, one of my favorite resources, Card Magic in particular, is Card College. It is literally a series of books that you can study step-by-step step to help you achieve becoming a better card guy or gal, because then we got girls out there. Um, and all the resources... I didn't just talk about card magic. On episode number 44 of the podcast, I talked about card magic, coin magic, minimalism, and street kind of restaurant walk-around type of material. So if you're looking for resources, I gave them all on episode 44, just a few, I should say, and a few names that you might not have heard of when it comes to those different areas of magic. So check out episode number 44. I think you might dig that. All right. Uh, taking one more quick look here on our Twitter feed. No new questions. All right. Um, so let me jump into my next bit of that. So once again, you know, sharing your magic with the right people, uh, I think is going to be a good test of whether or not you're ready with uh, your magic. Um, here's a good question. This isn't really related to the topic, but I'm going to go into it real quick. Although it's a little off topic, and this comes from Corey, Corey Crosby on our Facebook page. What are your views on incorporating cardistry with magic I don't tend to. Corey, great question. Thanks for the question, by the way. Uh, I want to say that I think that uh, used together sparingly um, will help to heighten your magic. By sparingly, I mean don't just use it consistently. I think if you use it in conjunction with maybe a routine that you're doing, I think it could like elevate the status of your magic and your skill to people that don't know you yet, uh, non-magicians, of course. So I think that it's something that I, I like. But I don't think that it's good to just use it over and over because it kind of like dilutes it. It loses the wow factor if you're just doing it a lot. It just becomes a blur uh, in people's eyes. That's the way that I uh, I look at that. So, 
Um, Fran, I'm not going to miss your question. Let me let me jump back. That's the nice thing about this. I can bump back. Have you tried a trick that you mastered, then failed, do it live? Yeah, Fran, good question. Uh, once again, this does go back to the test phase of the wife, the girlfriend test, your friend test. Um, yes, of course. I've worked on stuff, and it hasn't worked when I went to show someone. But that's also why I put these steps in place, this criteria of things that I do before I actually do magic for real people. And even when you do magic for real people, things are going to go wrong. You got to understand that right away. Things will and can go wrong. Um, but that's okay because it keeps you on your feet, keeps you on your toes, I should say. Uh, and that's why the more that you know, the more moves, the more uh, magic that you know, the more knowledge that you have, when those things pop up and they go wrong, you'll have a way to get out of them and people may not even know that you messed up. That's a really cool thing. As a matter of fact, the Switch project that we just put out, that's one of the things that we mentioned in there is that sometimes when things just don't go right, it's good to have an out um, to get you out of a situation. And some of the moves on there could actually help you. If you find the wrong card, well, maybe it'd be great if you could switch it for the right card, right? Cool. <laughs> good question there, Fran. All right. Uh, hello to Rich. Hello to Max. Good to see you, Max. Um, which cards do you recommend? Um, I, I think it really comes down to you. I kind of hop around. I look at Magic or cards, I should say, within the magic industry. Like the same way a girl looks at a purse or shoes. It just depends on how you're feeling. You know what I mean? Today, I've got the White Wolf uh, cards from the Prohibition set. They just felt right today. So I think it just depends on what you like. Um, and Fran, you're welcome. So I, I think when it comes to decks of cards, just choose what you like and 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 roll with that. So uh, yeah, these are my kind of like flavor of the week deck. So <laughs> yeah. Alex Angel. I'm guessing your name is Alex Angel. Hello. All right, cool. So, yeah, you know, when it really comes down to is setting yourself a criteria with your magic and sticking to it. Uh, you know, there's nothing more frustrating than when you decide that you're going to do something and then you go, well, this trip feels ready, so I'm just going to go and do it. And you're not. you got to stick with the, the, the routine. Uh, you know what I mean? So, yeah. And you're going to start to realize that when you give things more time to grow, that when you go to perform, they're going to feel better. They're going to feel more solid. You know what I mean? These routines will feel like routines, uh, not just a new thing that you're trying to do, uh, which I don't have a problem with people being excited. I think it's great you guys are excited about the new magic that you're learning and you're working on. I think it's awesome. I love it. I do. I do. Just tone it in a little bit with how quick you're out there showing um, showing people the stuff because just because you feel like you're ready doesn't mean that you are. Another good question here. How young were you discover magic? Did you learn it? Um, hello to Abbott Otero. Um, that comes from Sivum. Uh, I was about eight when I started learning magic. I'm now pushing 30, uh, 37. Am I turning 37? Yeah, 37 this year. God, I'm getting so old I don't even remember. <laughs> uh, so I've been around this stuff, like I said, close to 30 years. Um, and I actually, when I was a teenager, I started to, uh, work in a magic shop so I could read the books on my lunch break for free. Um, that's how I kind of started to learn. I went into magic shops. I got, I found mentors, I found people. Um, and so that's kind of the way I surrounded myself with people. And I also traveled a lot to magic conventions and conferences to learn from the people that were the best of the best, because, well, if you want to be good, then you got to be around the good people, right? So that was one of the things I did. Um, who was your influence to do magic? My influence, Fran, was David Copperfield. 
Now, I know that now he doesn't do these TV specials, but when I was growing up, he did a yearly TV special. Maybe it was every other year uh, sometimes with David Copperfield and those TV specials, which you can find on YouTube, and I suggest that you check them out. They will inspire you, I swear. It's a different style of magic that a lot of you may not have ever seen, sadly. So that is my inspiration. I saw him on TV, and I was like, man, that just inspired the living hell out of me. And I never wanted to be him. I wanted to be the guy behind someone like him and around that world of magic at a big level. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't before, I would say check out Dave Copperfield's TV specials, um, you know, from the early days. Just amazing stuff. So, uh, yeah. Um, and this is kind of like the criteria I did for myself when I was growing up. Back to the topic here about knowing when you're ready. I did. I went to my parents. I bugged the living crap out of them about the magic I was working on. And sometimes it was like... I would stay up late at night because I shared a room with my brother and I would go into the bathroom in the middle of the night and I would tilt the little mirror. You know how like you have those mirrors on a, like a little moving thing. I would tilt the mirror and I would practice the moves because I didn't have another mirror in the house. And this is also before guys, we had cell phones. I know I'm old. <laughs> uh, and, and so basically I, that's kind of like the way. And then the next morning, as soon as someone woke up, I'm like, Hey, look at this, look at this, look at this. I, but I didn't just jump and throw something into um, going out to doing it for real people. Uh, you know, then it went to friends, maybe at school. And then it went into, you know, more stuff, uh, you know, other people and bigger opportunities later on. But it's kind of the way I tested out uh, material. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And don't forget, once again, we are doing weekly Twitter polls on our Twitter page. This is a really, really cool thing. Every weekend on Friday... I put up a brand new question with multiple answers, and you guys have been picking different answers, and it gets it gives us a great way to get to know you better, which is what this is all about. I keep saying that, but it's true. Um, so make sure that you do on the weekends, check out the Illusionist Twitter feed, and I pin it at the top, so it's at the very top of the feed, and pick your answer, and it helps me to kind of like make these episodes more about you guys. So uh, yeah, very, very cool. And I don't, I'm not going to tell you what this week's poll is yet, because you might be listening to this episode later. And it might be a different poll. But throughout the weekend, it is there, and we would love to hear from you and get those uh, get those answers from you. And, of course, if you guys have questions throughout the week, well, you're on our Facebook page if you're watching live. Post those questions. Send us those messages at the top of the page. You see the messages. Send us a message. We love hearing from you, and we love helping you. Of course, the same thing on Twitter and, of course, through Instagram as well. If you have questions about the pictures or the products we're posting in the pictures, make sure that you let us know there too. And when you do post pictures or videos of our magic, of you doing it, Tag us. That's the only way we can see it. We'd love to retweet it and share it. Make sure that you're doing that, okay? Cool. All right. So um, those are a few things to think about with your magic. It is so good that you guys are giving us that input. It helps us to get to know you and, and to try to cater what we teach you and tell you to try to help make your magic better. That's that's the idea of all this. You know, we're just here to help. Yes, we are a magic company. Yes, we sell magic. Yes, we do. However, you guys come first. You guys are number one. We care more about you than the other stuff. The other stuff is important, but without you, we could not be doing what we do. All right? Remember that. You guys are number one. All right. Uh, let me go back up here. I think I had um, a question here. All right. Alex says, first time seeing something like this. I love people who are passionate about their art. Keep doing Oh, thanks, man. Uh, you perform three to five times a week. That's awesome. That is so cool, man. Good, good, good. Let me hit the see more so I can read. Thanks. Yeah, dude, Alex, I'm love to hear that. Keep it up. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, keep us posted on how these gigs are going for you. Podcast at illusionist.com is the email address. Send us an email. Keep me posted on how you're doing with that stuff. And if you have any cool stories, 
Uh, I love to hear them and maybe share them here on the show. All right. Uh, Sean's asking, I'm new and I'm really liking this loop. Where can I find the previous videos? The videos do not exist. I'm now going to, one of the really cool things about this Facebook thing now is that the video is saved after the episode's over. So I'll leave them here on the page. However, the other episodes I've done, all 44 of them, can be found in the iTunes, over on iTunes, I should say. Um, just look for the Illusionist Magic Beyond Belief podcast. I've done interviews with people. I've done uh, topics that you guys have sent in. Uh, a lot of the creators that we um, have been working with, we interview them. I interview them, talk about the product, ask the questions that you want to know. So they're also on the product pages, but they're also on the feed of our podcast. So make sure you're checking it out, subscribe. And it's just a great way, maybe you're uh, in the car, heading to work or on the way to school, Great thing to tune in and listen to. Uh, a lot of times we do these um, on a Thursday now. It seems to be the day of the week that I'm doing more of these. So, uh, yeah. Oh, another Luke. We got another Luke here. He says, I love to read and learn the most from reading books. What is a one that every magician has to have in his or her library? Um, Luke, I'm going to say the same book I've said over and over and over again. Uh, one of my favorites is uh, Card College. Uh, I love the Card College series. Tar Bell is another series. I think that if you're serious about learning the basics of magic, I think Tar Bell is another important thing to have in your library. Um, so those are a couple of a uh, couple of the ones I got. Um, I'm now going to jump into this week's tip of the week. I do this each and every week. I give you a tip, something to take with you, think about throughout the week, um, or maybe longer than that. Uh, this week's tip of the week is something that I really want to get real with you about. Um, this one is about remembering why you started. Remember why you started all this stuff in the first place, okay? And that is why I wanted to kind of tie it into this week's episode about knowing when you're ready. Because I think that some people get interested in this stuff because they find it fun, and that's great. I love it. Some people get into it because they just want to sell magic to other magicians. Okay, that's up to you. Some people get inspired and they want to inspire other people. I love it. But... As you get deeper and deeper into magic, just remember why you started. Maybe it's something you haven't even thought about in a long time. What got you into this stuff in the first place, however many moons ago it was? Think about that and kind of carry it with you because whatever inspired you to get into this stuff is what you should use as fuel for your fire to continue going forward with your magic. Some people, they seem to change direction. They're like, well, I got into it because I really wanted to study and learn and, and, and find out as much as I can about this stuff because it's like this whole new world of stuff. But then they go, well, I see all these guys. They're all putting up these videos and they're all like getting famous in magic. And I want to, oh, no, I want to do that. But if that's not what you got into it for, why are you now shifting? Is it because you're doing what other people are doing? It's not good. You don't want to just copy what the rest of the people are doing. You know, each and every one of us is unique in what we do. Some of us may be doing the same tricks, but it's you that makes it different. And so I think that sometimes we might kind of get caught up into this uh, bubble of, well, everyone else is doing it, so I should too. No, you shouldn't. No, it's the easy thing to do, but that doesn't mean that it's what you should do. So always, always, always remember why you started magic in the first place. And I think that'll also help you when it comes to knowing when you're ready with your magic. It'll help to maybe calm you down a little bit from just like, okay, I learned this new trick. Now I'm going to go show the world. Is that why you really want to do this in the first place? If it's not, then think about why you're doing it. Uh, I like uh, Abbott's answer here. I want to make people happy. I love that answer. I think that that's a big reason why a lot of people do magic and, and love it. Um, it's because we want to just share this moment that we had when we first got bitten by the magic bug. 
with other people. And I love that. And I think it's a great thing. So it makes me happy um, to see that, that people are out there saying um, that type of stuff. So, yeah. Um, uh, David says he does magic in, uh, for my hospital nurses. That's great. I think that's another good thing. You know, it's a great way to keep things fresh. You know, in a hospital, things aren't always fun. <laughs> things aren't always, uh, it's not the happiest environment sometimes. So I think it's cool to have something like that that you can um, have in there uh, with you when you're uh, in that type of uh, in that type of place too. So, yeah. All right. So, yeah, I mean, the Twitter poll was pretty eye-opening when it came to how quick people are now to learn stuff. And look, I like that you're excited. I love that you're excited, but make sure that you're putting the work in because otherwise you're going to end up learning this stuff that you're never, ever, ever going to use again because now you're looking for the next trick to put up online or show people. And then you never, it's this constant cycle of learning new stuff. And that means that you never have the core stuff that you do because you're never going to, you're never going to have it. You know what I mean? So someone asked me earlier, and I'm sorry, I don't remember who it was here on our Facebook chat. Someone asked me earlier, what's like my favorite routine, the basic routine that I do? Uh, my personal favorite, it's nothing flashy. It's nothing like, wow, it's just, it is a classic. It's called Daily's Last Trick. It is a very simple uh, transposition, and it, happen, it can happen in the spectator's hands. So if someone doesn't speak English, you can just have them watch, and they will be amazed. For me, I think, you know, it's just the simplicity of it that really uh, got me. So Luke says, the other Luke, <laughs> uh, I think it's creating that sense of wonder that I first felt seeing close-up magic and being completely stunned. Yeah, dude, I love that feeling. The reactions from my spectators are key. If I can make them feel that, then my job, let me just click see more, is done. Right on, brother. Yeah, I mean, I love the fact that he's, he's saying, okay, I got into this stuff because I felt this way and I want to share it with other people. Is that you? Do you have a different reason? You know what? I want to hear from you guys. Podcast.illusions.com. Tell me, what got you interested in this stuff? I want to know. And you know what? The person that has probably the best answer, I will give you uh, a prize on next week's show. That's now up to you. Send me an email. I get them. Podcast at illusionist.com. Tell me why you got into magic. I'll take the best story, the best answer. I've got decks of cards here. I've got stuff here. Whoever I pick will get a free deck. How about that? All right. Cool. Because I got to send out another deck to another winner of something else. Let's just pile it together and we'll we'll uh, we'll do it that way. Yeah. David asks, who do you do magic to? I do magic now socially. Um, I've done in the past restaurant magic, walk around magic, some corporate stuff, things like that. Um, but now it's just social. Um, I really got into um, consulting more than performing. I always kind of liked being behind the scenes and directing shots and being behind the camera. I did that for seven years, and I love it. So now it's not so much about me performing. It's about me kind of like consulting, helping, uh, and then creating magic and you know maybe from time to time sharing it with you guys as well. So um, Vincent's asking about free shipping. Um, I don't know about that. I don't know about free shipping. Oh, from me, if, if the prize, whatever I, whatever I pick the winner, yeah, the, there's no shipping. However, I do want to say something for our international friends. I've mentioned this on a couple episodes back. International friends, our shipping, I know, has been one of the biggest concerns for you for, for you know, a while. But our team has been working behind the scenes, and we've got some stuff we're going to be introducing to you very soon. It's going to make a lot of you very happy. Uh, Garrett Clark, i got to give him a big shout-out here. He is uh, a beast at what he does, and um, yeah, this is coming, and you guys aren't going to, you're going to lose your shit. 
I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> it's going to be great, and it's coming soon. That's all I can say. Keep your eyes peeled, all right? Um, here we go. Alex has a question. People have to use their computer webcams to record themselves or their phones to play it back. Right on. This way, they will realize that they must improve, and that is the beauty of art. Most people don't. Let me just hit see more. Do that. Yeah, that's the great thing about technology now. Um, not only can I com- communicate and, and chat with you guys live now, but yeah, it's so easy to capture what you do to watch it back. You know, I mentioned earlier, you can film your stuff and share the links with your friends and get feedback. You yourself can watch the stuff too and be very honest about what you're seeing. You know what I mean? It's not just you and other people. It could be you watching yourself and going, oh my God, I can't believe I do that move that way or I sound like that <laughs> or uh, that trick I thought looked good. It, it doesn't. So use the resources that you have as well. Uh, and that was one of my other tips of the week a little while ago was to record your own magic, whether it's your own original ideas or stuff, and then put it up on YouTube unlisted. And that way you can keep an eye on the progress too of your routines. They can kind of grow with you. It's like a living, breathing notebook of, of your ideas. So uh, yeah, <laughs> cool. Uh, I'm going to take a quick sip of my drink here. All right. So uh, what's going on here? Uh, David Mitchell says he sees me. Hello, David. <laughs> David is our uh, our webmaster. He is the uh, brains behind a lot of the websites. So, uh, yeah, good to have David here. David is a wealth of knowledge, too. His library is quite impressive. His books are uh, quite, quite impressive. <laughs> uh, Abbott's asking about, can you do something about the torrent sites reveal tricks? Abbott, we are connected to people that handle getting things removed. So we're aware of it. Um and so, yeah, we, we know that it's going on out there and we're quietly doing what we can to, to help relieve that from, from happening uh, moving forward. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, and a lot of it, too, uh, guys, just make sure that when you're, you're working on this stuff, that it's not just the moves and the routines, but also how to perform it. I think sometimes people get lost in the technical side of things and it's like they just they end up just looking at them, their own hands and doing this stuff. But there's nothing, I think, that looks, I don't know if it's lazy or just unprofessional, but when I see a magician doing something with a deck of cards, and they are basically dictating what they're doing, (laughs) like, I'm going to take a card, and I'm going to put it in the deck. Now watch, I'm going to shuffle the deck, and it's like they're telling them what they're doing. So I think that it's not just about making sure that you're ready with the trick technically, but also how you perform it, right? How to deal with hecklers, that is a good question. That is something that will come up as you start to know when you're ready with your magic because people will test you. You're going to test your patience. (laughs) Uh, I think that the number one thing to do is to not, don't enable them. Don't try to have a pissing contest with them. Um, I think that is probably one of the most, uh, one of the biggest mistakes that you can do. Uh, is to try and go head-to-head with someone. If you are in a group and someone's heckling you, try to get the other people on on your side and have them defend you for the person. Um, Yeah. So uh, I think I'm going to wrap up the podcast episode here, uh, and then I'm going to chat with the Facebook friends for a little bit. I'm going to show a couple tricks. I've got some things I'll show you guys. Um, But to you guys out there listening right now, make sure that you are following us on our Facebook page. Uh, That's facebook.com slash illusionist. And you can keep up with us there. And when one of our new live episodes goes up, well, you actually get a notification on Facebook that we are live which is pretty cool now. And um, yeah, I mean, I've had friends here from all over the world. we got uh, Philippines. we got a friend here, Fraser, from Canada. Uh, we've got people over in the UK. I think I saw some people earlier from uh, Germany, uh, just all over the world. This is really, really cool. And that's what's great about 
uh, us as magicians, you know, we have a common place now to kind of communicate and keep up with each other. So uh, whether it's the podcast or the, the live chats now, this is uh, a really, really fun thing. Uh, to be able to connect with you guys and, and to do this. So make sure, once again, you are taking advantage of our socials, Facebook in particular. You can send us messages if you have questions about the magic. If we don't know the answers, we can always kind of uh, send you over to our support team, who was amazing. If you guys are asking them questions, make sure to, to, to show your love. Our support team is amazing. So, uh, yeah, make sure you're showing your love for them uh, when you do connect with them because they're very quick to help you, and they're always there for you. So, yeah, and, of course, on Twitter as well, ask those questions. You guys can... Uh, ask questions on a day-to-day basis. We're there for you, and we love to connect with you, and we love to see the stuff that you're doing so we can retweet it and share it with other people too. So make sure that you're doing that. And the same thing on Instagram. Anytime you post a picture of one of our decks or a video, uh, definitely make sure you're tagging us either with hashtag illusionist or just add illusionist so we can see your stuff too. That's a really good way to do that. And of course me, as your host, Luke Dancy here. If you'd like to connect with me, Twitter's the best way, I would say. Uh, you can find me over on Twitter. That's at Luke Dancy, L-U-K-E-D-A-N-C-Y. I'm always there for you too. Uh, we are here not just as a company to sell you magic, but to help guide you and your magic and to try to help you as a magician to grow and flourish into what you've always wanted to be, which is the best possible magician, card expert, mentalist, whatever you want to be. We've got an amazing team. I'm just one of many, but we're all here to help you in whatever way we can. And uh, we've, like I said, we've got some big things in store for you with shipping, with some other big things. Uh, some new magic that we've got for you. We're on fire, and and we couldn't do any of it without you. Uh, I might sound like a broken record saying that, but it's true that you guys are number one, and the magic is second. So always make sure that you're reaching out to us, questions, comments, concerns, whatever it is, feedback we love, and we grow with you and for you. So, uh, yeah. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap up this week's episode. We'll be back next week with a brand new one. Don't forget to keep an eye on that Twitter poll. This week, it'll be popping up on Friday, midday, on Pacific Time, and it'll run throughout the weekend. It'll be pinned at the top of our Twitter feed. Love to hear from you, and it's a great way, once again, to get to know you and keep up with uh, what you guys are doing and just getting getting to know each other better, which is what this is uh, all about. I keep saying it over and over, but it's true. We love getting to hear from you guys and to, to know you better. So, yeah. Thank you for tuning in this week. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. We're going to go live again, so make sure that you are following us on Facebook. But in the meantime, guys, you know what to do. Grab those cards and get to work.